boxing fans. Welcome to another episode of the Rope a Dope podcast. I'm your host, Gene Morgan. Today's guest, I'm really excited to have him on, former IBF featherweight champion of the world, Evgeny Radovich. I mean, this is going to be great. He's He was one of my favorite fighters to watch in the, you know, in the 2014, 15, 16, 17. And to have him on as a guest, I mean, it truly is a dream come true. But first, before we get to, into all that, I uh, just want to take a little bit to talk about what I've been up to boxing-wise. Um, I just got done reading two books, uh, two profiles on boxers. One of them, uh, Oscar De La Hoya's memoir. It's called American Son. Uh, he wrote it right before the fight against uh, Manny Pacquiao and maybe even right before Steve Forbes. And it was a good book. Good, not great. I've read better memoirs, but it was nice to, you know, read about where he came, where he comes from, and, you know, he did open up a little bit, I just wish he would have opened up, like, a little bit more, you know, just like, just like, you know, tell me, he didn't really go into detail into a lot of his fights, like, he seemed to, like, just brush by them, you know, there's, like, four or five chapters in a row there, where he didn't even talk about, uh, certain fights that I was, like, really, I wanted, like, I would have loved to have heard more about the, his fight with Trinidad, but he, you know, he took that loss pretty graciously. At the time, he didn't. Um, obviously, I thought he won that fight, but you know, he took he in the book. He seems to have moved on from it. Um, so yeah, if you get a chance to read it, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. And another book that I just got done reading is a biography on Rocky Marciano, and that one was really well done. And the reason I'm saying that that book is really is really uh, really well written. Because, you know, it revealed some information about Rocky Marciano that I didn't know. For instance, I had no idea that when he was in the Army during World War II, he was arrested. He was arrested and put in the stockade. You know, every Marciano book that I've read or anything that I've known about him, they kind of blow past that part because he's kind of like an all-American kind of guy. I also didn't know that he may have fathered a child um, on the side, you know? There was so... And they kind of went into detail about his um, children... Um, after he died, and it, it was nice to just learn about his family and everything, because, you know, his family was everything for Rocky Marciano, so, you know, to get the chance to, uh, read a great book by him, by, not by him, uh, but get, read a great biography about Rocky Marciano, uh, it was a really, yeah, it was a really, really, it was a good book. Um, I'm currently in the process of reading Unforgivable Blackness again. If you ever get the chance to read that, it's by Jeffrey C. Ward. It's the first ever, it's the book, it's the book, <laughs> the book. It's a book about the first ever African-American heavyweight champion of the world, Jack Johnson. And, I mean, that book was so well-researched. Because, you know, Johnson, he was heavyweight champion over a hundred years ago. That's when he was in his prime. So to get any information at all about him, and the fact that he wrote a 400-page book about Jack Johnson, I highly recommend it. Uh, apparently, that book is going to be the basis on a miniseries about Jack Johnson, starring Mahershala Ali. So, that book is... It's so well done. Jeffrey C. Ward, who wrote the Jack Johnson book, you, my friend, did an outstanding job on that book, and I cannot, cannot, cannot wait to see the HBO series on Jack Johnson. Okay, and with that, we're going to have Evgani Gradovich on the podcast. It's going to be really great. So, Stick around. <laughs> Please stick around. Here and here now is Mr. Gradovich. All right? Thank you. How have you been keeping busy during this time? 
Oh yeah, what are you doing? My manager Eddie Scrimas, after I, when I finished my boxing career, he gave me a job. Okay. Like, yeah. I like a shift manager in a packaging company. Okay. You, you enjoying that kind of work? Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I like boxing much more. <laughs> All right, and with that, we have the former IBF featherweight champion of the world on, Evgeny Gradovich. Mr. Gradovich, man, I am so honored that you're on. Thank you so much for spending some time with me, man. It's going to – thank you again. Thank you again. No, no, thank you. So, uh, <laughs> of course I don't forget about you, man. You, your fight against Billy Dibb is one of my favorite fights that I've seen. It was, it was a great – yeah, because I didn't know who you were. Which one? First or second one? First one. That's So we always start at the beginning of our fighters' lives on this podcast. So we're going to start at the beginning with you. And the beginning, I mean, where were you born? No, we're going to start right at the beginning. So, where were you born? Ah, I, I, I was born in a small uh, city, but it's like a village. It's uh, 15,000 people. It's uh, Siberia. It's Igrim uh, City. Igrim City. So, Igrim, yeah, Igrim. Yeah. Okay. So, it's, it's uh, Siberia. It's not Siberia, it's Ural Mountain. Wow, and what was what was life like for you growing up? Yeah, it's like it's like nine months winter and one 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 month summertime. <laughs> Nothing, something like that. Nine months winter and one month summertime. Did you enjoy that one month of summer? Actually, right now I little bit miss about uh, snow, <laughs> but sometimes I can go to Big Bear. Oh. And, So what did your parents do? retired, what was their professions? Uh, my father was welder. He was a welder? Well, welder, yeah, yeah. welder. Okay, and your mother? My, my mother, she works in some, uh, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> but she, she works, she, she works. So, the, you're going to find this hard to believe, but you're the first guest we've ever had on this podcast from Russia. Um, I can, you know, and it's kind of hard. What was, 
What was Russia like during the turn when it came became went from the Soviet Union to Russia? Do you remember that at all? <laughs> What's that? What was it like for you when Russia became when went from the Soviet Union to Russia? What was that like? Oh, I, actually, I don't know. I, I was too small and I don't remember this time. <laughs> wow. So, uh, it's like, I, I think it's not so much uh, difference, but Russia is Russia. <laughs> you know, Russia is Russia, Ukraine is Ukraine. So, but everybody speaks Russian and everybody, like, here if I, I see some, by, uh, somebody from Soviet Union, I can come to him and uh, talk to him about everything and he, he will be good to maybe, probably good to hear me and I will be good to hear him. So, hmm? it's actually not so bad. Hmm. It's good. So? <laughs> so how did Bob? Like, like you know, like my manager Eddie Klimas, he bring in here uh, a lot of people from uh, a boxers from Soviet Union, so mm -hmm. and everybody friendly, everybody good, so mm -hmm. they prepare for for fights for everything all together. So actually, everything good. So when did boxing I, enter your life? What? When did you first start boxing? Uh, I, I began training 12 years. At 12 years old? Yeah, 12 years old. Actually, I, I, I like soccer. And I, I, I was born in a small village. Okay. I can't go to play soccer. But my, my brother, younger brother, he went to boxing gym. And he said, okay, before... For boxing workout, we went 30 minutes soccer, 30 minutes basketball. Okay. I said, oh, great. I will go to see you next time. Okay. And when I came, when I came, I put soccer, basketball, boxing. And then after, I don't know, maybe half year, I already soccer wasn't. <laughs> Soccer wasn't for you. Yeah, I begin like more boxing. Ah, okay. So, who are some of your like idols that you would that you would watch in the ring? Oh, you mean titles or something? Yeah, idols in terms of like who in boxing did you look up to and be like, I want to be like him. Oh, like my my favorite fighter. Yes. Russian fighters, no Costa Zoo? Uh, Costa Zoo too. Okay. Yeah. I, I see some movies about Costa Zoo. Actually, he was a good fighter, absolutely, yes, I'm, I'm agreeable. And, uh, I, when I, I 
growing up, I watched his fights, I watched his movies about his about, about him, and actually it gave me motivation. <laughs> Kostasu gave you motivation. All right, that's great. about amateur boxing in Russia. What was amateur boxing like in Russia? Actually, uh, amateur boxing is very, very good in Russia. So it's really It's so good. travel over all over the world when you were an amateur? coach, if you can remember, who believed in you, who said you could be a world champion? say, hey, you could be a world champion. something that uh that you it was a perfect segue you immigrated to the united states and what how old were you when you came to the u.s Like what? What was it like for you when you moved to the United States? Like what? What? Oh, 
for North Carolina, it's nothing, nothing special. It was a wood and one uh, house where we train, eat, sleep, and work out. So, not, nothing special. Then after some fights, my, uh, our manager, Eddie Screamers, uh, tried to send us uh, travel with us to some uh, good cities in the United States, like California, I remember we were, uh, something, some, some good places. He, he actually uh, gave us a lot of good things in, in, in our life. Now, I gotta say, your English is really good. Did you know how to speak English when you moved to the I'm U.S.? Not, I'm not sure. <laughs> I think it's good. I think it's good. Hey, listen, uh, listen. When, when, your, when I, when I can, yeah. your English is way better than my Russian. What if you had to go to the bathroom? Did you know bathroom? Well, no. <laughs> oh, man. Were you scared when you first came to the U.S.? No. No? Very, I, I was very young, 23 years old. Right. And everything was very, very interesting. Right. I was excited, you know. Yeah. It was okay, a great time for me. <laughs> what, did your, what did your family think when you first moved to the U.S.? Yeah. Um, my family uh, just just uh, just say you doing what you want. It's your uh, it, it, it's your opinion. You have to do that. Nobody uh, can tell you something bad about that or something. Uh, I don't know, something. They say, okay, you have to try. Mm. If you never try, you will never do. So, yeah. I just, I just, um, maybe, I don't know, <laughs> how long, maybe half year okay. before I leave to the United States, I met my uh, future wife. So, and she said, okay. I said, okay, probably I will go to my place. I don't know how long I will be there. <laughs> she said, okay, I will be waiting for you anyway. Wow. So, and after, after, after five years, when I lived in the United States, yes, I came to Russia sometimes, maybe a couple times a year for one month. But anyway, <laughs> after five years, when I came to the States, my family came to. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. That's you. My, 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 my uh, older daughter was three years old. And she's born in this country, right? In the U.S.? She, she, no, she was born in Russia. Oh, okay. And when, when she was three years old, she, she came to the United States. Wow. But my, young, but my younger daughter, she was born in the United States. She's American. Are you going to teach her Russian? Does she, are you going to teach her Russian and English? Yes, absolutely. My older daughter already knows English and Russian. Oh, that's <laughs> I great. Speak, I speak my better than 
That's great. That's great. So when so when you first came to this country, um, what was I going to ask? I just had something. Oh, did you have? How did you support yourself financially? Did you have a great manager helping you out, or do you have a job? Yes. Yes. Oh. Wow. Your manager helped yeah. you out financially and with finding a place and everything? Everything. Wow. Everything, yeah. he, this, everything. He's a great guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Great person in my life. I, one of the best. Nice. I, I know it and I, I know he, he know it because uh, sometimes I, I tell him thank you so much. <laughs> what was his name? What was your manager's name again? Eddie Grimas. Okay. Okay. If I ever get into boxing, I'm going to hook up with him. <laughs> He's a really great person. Yeah. Really great. So, do you remember your first pro fight? Uh, yes. It wasn't so, so good. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I, I mean, yes, I won, I won the round. Mm -hmm. No But TKO, but it wasn't a good fight for me. I, I came in the fight. It was no headgear, not uh, gloves so small, it's actually not, I don't know, I can't fight really comfortable because it's something new for me. But yeah, after a couple of fights I already got, I already feel much better. <laughs> yeah. yeah, was it hard? Make, how much were you making when you first started fighting, before you won the championship? Uh, how many fights? How, no, how much money would you get on average when you were starting out? Oh, almost nothing. Nothing? I saw first fight, I, I fight almost for free. Oh my god. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh -huh. I, 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 like I said, take it to us, bring us to Don Turner Franken. He spent a lot of money for us, for food, for living, for everything, for everything. Mm -hmm. Right. But for many food, we Hard for you to make weight, make that 126 pound weight limit? Uh, what about if uh, my, my last couple of fights I fought 122? Okay, 122, my bad. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Now, actually, it, it wasn't so difficult to make 126. Oh. And I did, uh, I never have, have a big problem with my weight. Mm. And, uh, and after. Uh, after when I finished, um, uh, when I lost my title, I, I began thinking about 122 because it's so actually not so difficult to make 122. And one day I think maybe, okay, right now I will get belt at 122, mm -hmm. and then I will be moved to 118. <laughs> <laughs> 118, wow. I can't imagine you at 118. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. No, I, actually, I 
not like not like really, but right. I, I think I could make Okay. I mean, you know Austin. Sure. Do you know? Sure, do you know Austin Trout? I, I, what? Uh, are you aware of Austin Trout? What do you mean? Uh, the boxer Austin Austin Trout. Do you know him? Like, not know him, but uh, do you know of him? Austin Trout. Austin, Austin Trout. Yeah. Yes, I know. Uh, he's. I, I, I don't. I, he's not like we're not like friends. Uh, yeah. I didn't see him, like, but I know him how he fights. But he he started out at light middleweight. And now he's down at welterweight, so, you know. Oh, oh, very interesting, yeah. yeah. But actually, I'm not so small. I mean, my uh, high, high is not bad for, for welterweight. Right. That's why, yeah. No, you're like an inch shorter than Mayweather, right? Give or take? Uh, yes, uh, well, my, my high is 5 from 7. Okay. I mean, 171 centimeters. So... You have you were trained by one of my favorite trainers in boxing today, Robert Garcia. Um, how great did you like training working with him? Yes, absolutely. When I came to the California and for me it was really grateful. Everything you it's not it's only about Garcia boxing at the academy. And it was maybe three or four boxing coaches, mm. and everybody interesting. Uh, I mean, everybody different, everybody interesting. And uh, coach who trained me all the time, it was Marco Contreras. Oh. Sometimes, sometimes Robert Garcia, but one time it was Marco Contreras. Okay. Prepare me for all my five program. So, so you kind of led into your nickname was the Mex is the Mexican Russian. Uh, how did you think of that nickname? It's not me. <laughs> it wasn't you. Uh, it wasn't me. <laughs> uh, some, uh, one day we, I sparked some guy, and one, some people come to the gym and. Because a, a lot of people know who is Robert Garcia. Mm -hmm. A lot of people come to the gym and one guy says, Oh, oh this is a Mexican, he's not Russian, he's Mexican Russian. Because my style, boxing style, like, you know, always a lot of punches and always in the fight. So mm -hmm. he said, Oh, he's not Russian, he's Mexican Russian. <laughs> and you say, Oh, this is a good nickname, I say, No problem. Did I like it. You like that nickname? You like that nickname? Yes, actually, it's a good one. <laughs> For California, 100% is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> very true, very true. Um, so, your English is pretty good. How's your Spanish? Poquito más. Not, oh, see. Not much. Nice, no, better than... You got to. You're the Mexican Russian. The Mexican Russian has to know Spanish. <laughs> All right. So getting back to your career, um, you know, I first noticed you um, when you fought Billy Dibb for the title for the, the first time. 
Uh, do you th- do you think that fight, that title fight, was the one that put you on the map, or was it a fight before that? Do you think? Which fight? No, which fight do you think elevated you to the public, where people were like, "Oh, this guy can fight." Who people when you were noticed? I think, yeah, I gotta be honest. So I'm glad I have you on the podcast because I have to confess something to you. I thought you were gonna get, I thought you were gonna get your ass kicked against Billy Dib the first time. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know who you were, <laughs> and you really impressed me. What was the uh, strategy going into fighting Dib? Mm, just keep coming forward. seven or eight rounds. I mean, I want to ask you about the scorecards. Were you kind of nervous about the split decision? Yeah, yes. Actually, after a fight, I didn't think about me, about something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just How did you celebrate winning the world title? What did you do right afterwards? Oh, actually, not so much. <laughs> actually, after fight, we just met with my manager, with my uh, coaches, with everybody who around us, I mean, friends, people who know us. We just had some dinner. And so, after, after maybe one hour, I go to sleep because... I would have, are you kidding me? One hour later, I would have just been painting the town. I would have gone out partying after that. Oh, no, nobody. <laughs> <laughs> ah. All right, so you win the world title. Does your world kind of change, like, overnight? Uh, not, not so much. Did you have, like, a lot of people come in, like, hey, what's up? Do you remember me? We used to be friends. Actually, um, it's funny to like look at your title defenses because you know you didn't really duck anyone. Is there one fighter that you wish you could have fought in a title defense? Did you um, do you wish you kind of you would do you wish you could have gotten more of a loop? Do you wish you could have fought a more name fighter 
for a title defense? Like someone no, say. Actually, all, 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 all my defense was mm. almost, uh, almost, almost all my fights defense was up, uh, you about the fight against uh, Jason Velez, the fight that ended in a draw. Um, do you think you won that fight, or do you think he won that fight, or do you think a draw was the right decision? something funny that fight was in Omaha I used to live in Omaha <laughs> Omaha yeah you do oh, yeah. yeah do you remember anything about yes. about the big O do you remember yeah. yes Terrence Crawford mm-hmm. well you ever get a chance to talk to Terrence Crawford um, well, well, yeah. did you ever get the chance to meet Terrence Crawford Disappoint you that the doctor stopped the fight? He stopped the fight because it was cut. Yeah. After head, after headbutt. So. Do you wish? Do you think that was the right decision? <laughs> <laughs> so you weren't a fan of it. No. I can take. I can judge some people, but <laughs> it, it was really bullshit. So I knew that. Why did you agree to fight him in England? What? Why did you agree to fight him in England? Hugo Barrio. Um, oh, yeah, it 
<laughs> yeah. Let me ask you something. Uh, you're a young man. You're what, 34, 33? When I finished my boxing career, I was 31. Okay. Do you, so you're 34 right now, right? 33, my apologies. Okay. Let me ask you, do you think uh you think you might make a comeback one day? I can't. Why not? See very well. Yeah, I, I couldn't see very well. Oh. Um, yeah, it's, do you? It's so special to my vision. Wow. Do you? Since you're retired now, do you think you could get involved in boxing as a trainer? get a discount or something on one of your workouts. <laughs> okay, I'll do it. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm in pretty bad shape. Man, this is crazy. So, um, <laughs> it's funny. Uh, when I was telling uh, my family that I was interviewing Evgeny uh, Gradovich, they were like, oh, who's that? And I said, oh, he's a Russian boxer. And my mom, who's Finnish, she's from, her family's from Finland. Um, she was like, oh, yeah. yeah, she was, uh, she was like, you're interviewing someone from Russia? And I'm like, mom, that war ended 70 years ago. <laughs> uh, oh man. So, uh, Mr. Gradovich, uh, thank you so much. Uh, but before you go, I have 10 questions here that I've asked every single champion boxer that I've had on. Um, you ready for them? Okay. <laughs> They're not quick answered. They're they can be kind of slow. Okay, are you ready? Okay. Okay. What's the best place you've ever brought, or what's the most memorable place you've ever brought your championship belt? Have you brought your Have you brought your championship belt anywhere that was special? Uh, 
You brought your championship belt to Kentucky? Where have you brought your championship belt that is special to you? Yeah, have you brought it to someone like your hometown or something? Question two, uh, where is the most memorable place that you fought? Uh, probably Macau. Oh, Macau. I went to Macau. Macau, I went to Macau three times. I, <laughs> all the time I, I won this fight. <laughs> well, did, what, what made Macau, why did you like fighting in Macau? What? Why did you like fighting in Macau? <laughs> Why did you like fighting in Macau? Why did you like uh, fighting there? Fighting because... No, no, no. Why I like fighting in Macau? Yeah, you got it, yeah. Yeah, because a lot of people, a lot of nation, nationalities, a lot of, a lot of people come to the fight. Oh. So, question three. I, I mean, I mean about boxing. Boxing time. <laughs> nice. Question three. If you could fight any boxer in history, who would it be? I have no idea. <laughs> Can I throw out a name? Uh, Willie Pep. throughout history. Um, what about Salvador Sanchez? Oh, you versus Sanchez? That would be a great fight. Oh, yeah. Actually, actually, don't tell me when training, he says, oh, you are the Salvador Sanchez. Okay. <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah. So, question four. Uh, Mr. Gradovich, you're now the president, the minister, the you're now the boss of boxing, the commissioner, whatever. What is one rule that you would change? Or what was one... Well, how how would you change boxing with one rule? Um, uh, maybe maybe I'm 
not sure. But sometimes uh, judges need, need watch uh, how to replay or because some action in, in action sometimes happen wrong decision okay. for 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 referee. Okay. And sometimes need uh, replay something. Mm. Maybe after some things uh, you can start the fight watch review what happened. But I know that it's, it's not a good idea but Maybe, maybe like that. Okay. Question five. Uh, what is the best piece of advice you ever got from a trainer in the corner during a fight? Okay. Okay. If you think of something, just. I I I I really don't know. <laughs> okay. Question. Question six. Have you ever had to go to the bathroom right before a fight or during a fight? Go to the bathroom during the fight. During or right before a fight? Yeah. One more time, please. <laughs> Have you ever had to go to the bathroom right before a fight? Yeah, have you ever had to do that? <laughs> so, right before a fight, like you're about ready to go into the ring, have you ever had to be like, I gotta go take a shit, or I gotta go take a piss? No, 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 no. I did everything in all time. Okay, okay, question seven. Sex before a fight, big deal or no deal? Uh, I, I don't know about that. I've <laughs> no, no, never been before a fight, maybe. Okay. Maybe my mom before, you know. <laughs> okay, question eight. What's the best boxing movie you've ever seen? What's your favorite? Boxing, boxing movie? Yeah, or your favorite. <laughs> Oh, nobody ever says Cinderella Man, but that's my favorite. <laughs> oh, that's so good, yeah. All right. Um, question nine. Uh, who was the best... Tr who? What fighter talked the most trash to you before a fight? Uh, one more time. What, what fighter talked the most trash to you right before a fight? To me? Yeah. Nobody talked to any, I do, like... I, do, I, do, I don't remember that some guy told some bad things about me before the fight. Nope. Okay. Maybe, maybe that's why I'm happy about <laughs> Nobody was ever like, Gradovich, I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I'm right. not sure. Maybe somebody talked about that, but I never see some, some bad things. Alright. Okay. And question 10. Um... If there, if you could do one thing differently in your career, what would it have been? In my career, I never, I, I, I would never go to England for my defending my title. Mm. 
I would, man, I can't believe he went to England, man. <laughs> uh, you're the champ. No, he should have. Nothing, nothing, nothing bad about them, yeah. about England, or England, Boston, or my opponent, but everybody, everything good, but right. if, if I am champion, if I am champion, yeah. you have to fight in my city, right? right? Yeah, no, I it's agree. It's my opinion, it's my opinion. Okay, okay. And a uh, bonus question, uh, Vladimir Putin, what do you think? <laughs> I understand, I understand. All right, Mr. Gradovich, champ, thank you so much for agreeing to be on the podcast. You're a great guest. Oh, thank you so much for questions, for everything. No, you are a great interview. Thank and I hope... you so much for, for, don't forget about me. Oh, of course, man. You were you're the champ. Yeah, one time, one time champion, forever champion. Oh, that should be on, that, that should be in a book or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, man. You have a good rest of your night, and uh, take care, man. And thank yeah. you. Have a, good, have a good night, yeah. Take care, where, champ. Where are you from? Where are you from? Originally, I'm from San Diego, but I live in New York City right now. Which city? I live in New York City. Oh, New York. New York is my, one of my favorite cities. Sometimes I travel with my, my family to New York for three, four days. Hey. Really, it's great for me. I really like this city, like, you know, because... When we was born, we watched American movies, and it was always big buildings, like like we can see in New York. <laughs> not not California. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Hey, next time you're in New York City, I'll show you around. I promise. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. Have a good night. Take care, champ. Have a good one. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right. That was former IBF featherweight champion of the world, Evgeny Gradovich. So grateful to have him on. And that's another episode of the Robodeau Podcast. Please follow us on Facebook at Robodeau Podcast. Please, please follow us on Instagram at Robodeau Podcast. Please follow us on SoundCloud, on Anchor, and on Spotify at, you guessed it, Robodeau Podcast. All right, I'm Gene Morgan. This has been another episode of the Robodeau Podcast. You guys are all great, and have a good rest of your day. Goodbye.